This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association, Montana Sportscaster of the Year, and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show, the best local and statewide sports coverage, featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer, Mike Bendis, joining us here, Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? What's all they have time for? They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Ollie, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember it. It's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Uh, welcome. Happy Friday. The Jason Walker Walker Show. And uh, inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, big show coming up today. Why? Because it's, well, the one we're doing now. That's why it's a big show. I changed the camera angle. Is this better? Instead of being up so high, I think I need to uh, adjust it a little bit. But I don't know. We'll check it out. You can watch live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. And listen live on Podbean, Network One, Sports, Treasure State Radio.com, and so much more. I don't know if I like I might have to change the camera again during commercial break. Anyway. All right, but that is where we are at. It is a finally Friday, as I said. And uh, we're going to check in with Jesse Davis today, the, uh, the fantastic bronc rider, bareback rider out of uh, power, who was... Injured badly um, back in February. Uh, but we will uh, check in with uh, Jesse Davis, get his uh, update on his recovery. That is uh, coming up here on the Jason Walker Show on a finally Friday. Uh, what else are we going to talk about today? Uh, let me go to uh, the, the list. Uh, we've got COVID coming up. More Dixie Chick stuff. Uh, more cancel culture stuff here in a second. Big on this day in history. And, you know, you've heard of McDonald's having a secret menu. They have a secret sandwich. You're going to want to stick around to the end of the today's show to find out what the secret sandwich is called and what it's made of. Also, another big honor for a Columbia Falls uh, high schooler, which is awesome. All right, let's get going. Uh, COVID, Montana, what, 27, 29 new cases reported today? That's off of the back of the record 37 from yesterday. So 29 new cases today. Uh, well over 200 active cases. But um, it's okay, I guess. You know, right? That is uh, that's what we're hearing. That is what we're hearing. It's okay. As long as you wear a mask, right? Anyway. Um... COVID, it is uh, affecting Florida, big, big, big time. They've had over 8,000 new cases today or yesterday, but hey, let's take the NBA to Orlando because that's, that's really smart. Um, we told you yesterday, Disney employees don't even want to open up to the public in July 
But let's bring the NBA in because sports. And it's kind of ridiculous. Not sure if the NBA is going to finish. Not sure if it's even going to get started as well as baseball this year. Or the NHL. Or the NWSL. The Women's Soccer League, which is playing a Challenge Cup without a team, by the way. One team, we told you this week, withdrew because half its team went out and got drunk at a bar and then got tested for COVID and they're positive. And again, it's the same phrase. I'm going to say it every day. It's okay to overreact, but at the same time, be concerned. I got a two-year-old who had a little bit of a cough this week. We got her tested. She's negative. I knew she was, but you got to be cautious, right? Um, but what are they going to do in Florida? The Texas governor, Texas, uh, Governor Abbott, re, re, uh, backed off on some uh, provisions. He went back to some, they're closing bars. They closed bars today at noon to serving alcohol. And so did Florida. So it's okay to go to bars. You just can't drink. You can go to bars and restaurants. You just can't drink in Florida or Texas. Does does that... Why? I mean, seriously, what good does that do? You can go but you can't have any alcoholic beverages. In Texas, it's actually you can't go. You just have to, it's back to almost like a phase one deal where you could delivery only, take out or delivery. But you can go to bars in Florida, you just can't drink. This virus, COVID, is amazing. It knows to avoid you at, at big stores, it knows to not come out at 11.30 at night in Montana when the bars close. And then it comes out. It knows how to apparently go to presidential rallies in Tulsa, but it doesn't know how to go to protests across the country. This is the most amazing virus I've ever seen in my life. By the way, Clemson football team had 14 more positive tests, so they have 37 confirmed COVID tests on their football team. But we're going to have a season start on time. Okay. We'll see, people. COVID. It's not going to leave us anytime soon. You got We either have to figure out how to live with it or just cancel literally everything and never have sports again and never be able to step out of your house again unless you wear a mask. Which, by the way, they can say to wear a mask, and it's up to you. It's You can't order you to wear a mask. It's a, it's unconstitutional. Like, you, you, you can't. You don't, you don't have that authority, governors. But, um, I mean, you can recommend it all you want. But you do fine us? Wear a mask in the grocery store, but don't wear a mask hiking where you might actually run into some people too. Don't wear a mask on the lake. Don't because, you know, because uh, don't wear a mask on public lands, but wear masks in public stores. 
By the way, I haven't seen our governor out and about with a mask yet, so just saying. Uh, all right, cancel culture back in the news again. Yesterday we told you about the Dixie Chicks. Changing their name to just the chicks, which is misogynistic and um, it's dumb. They actually need to change their name to the irrelevance because they haven't been relevant for two decades. Not since Toby Keith shut them down. And Natalie Maines is still a moron and still an idiot. But, and I can call it all the names I want, John, because that's my name's on the show. It literally says right there in the corner of the Jason Walker show Natalie Maines is a freaking moron. And she has been since 2000, and probably before that. But if the Dixie Chicks are changing their name now because it's racist, what? Why wasn't? Why not 25 years ago when they when they formed a band? Why not 15 years ago? Why not 10 years ago, or five years ago? With other presidents, why now? Why is it so racist now? And if everything is so racist now, why didn't stuff get changed during the eight years that we had a black president? If Aunt Jemima was racist today, it wasn't racist ten years ago under Obama? Again, this is where the cancel culture is just a bunch of idiots. Look, I'm all for non-racist items and non-racist things. But you can't change everything. Because if you do, then we're literally getting rid of everything. Why are the 1919 Chicago Black Sox called the Black Sox? That's racist, right? But White Sox is racist too. Because it implies white privilege and white dominance. Um, when is Dixie Cups going to change its name? That's a legitimate question. Dixie Chicks changed their name. When is Dixie Cups changing its name? I think they should just be known as the Cups. The company, just Cups. Not Dixie Cups, but just Cups. And they come in different sizes. Instead of small, medium, large, you got, you know, B, C, D, double D, A. I mean, why not? See how dumb this all sounds? It's because that's how dumb uh, cancel culture sounds. It's flat out ridiculous. And then, so Oregon, Oregon State, no more Civil War. Their football games and basketball and, and other contests have been called the Civil War. But... Changed it today. Canceled it. No more civil war in, in, between Oregon and Oregon State. But that's where we're at. Literally everything offends somebody. I know there's people watching right now that are offended by what I'm saying. But if you don't like it, come on the show and debate me. Let's have a discussion. You can sit there and hide behind your keyboard all you want. But when you're called on the carpet to actually do something, you don't. 
But feel free to come on the show. You can tweet, you can text, you can call, you can do whatever. But that's where we're at in society today. And it's frustrating because literally everything is offensive to somebody now. And again, I ask, like the Dixie Chicks, A, they're irrelevant. Nobody gives a rip. Their five fans didn't even, you know, they were the only ones that knew they existed anymore. But the Dixie Chicks changing their name to just Chicks still offensive to, to women, I would assume, right? I mean, it's offensive to me, and I'm a dude. Or is dude offensive now? But I, I, the cups, Dixie cups, we have to get rid of Dixie. Everything associated with Dixie has to go away now. And... Again, I ask, if it's so racist now, Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben's rice, did you notice that Quaker who is changing Aunt Jemima kept the old white guy, the Quaker Oats guy? So get rid of something that honors African Americans and blacks, but keep the white guy, which makes no sense. But, hey, if it's offensive today, why was it not offensive five years ago? in the previous administration for eight years. Why didn't that administration make changes? If everything was so offensive today, it was offensive then, and they're not making changes then, but they want everybody to make changes today. I, I just, I don't get it. I really don't, but that's where we live. That's, you know, and we're in a bubble here in Montana. We're not, folks. And I'm going to bring that to light because at least until we have sports to talk about, I'm going to talk about what's relevant at least till November. Because when November comes, depending on who wins, all of a sudden a virus will go away and everything will just be hunky dory depending on who wins according to one side. But the smart side knows better. Uh, We've got a couple of great honors coming up, especially for Columbia Falls Girl. We have uh, something cool to talk about, and McDonald's has a secret menu. We've all known this, but um, there's a name of a, of a secret sandwich on the McDonald's secret menu. I can't wait to get to. It's Friday. I don't care. We're going to have fun. Jesse Davis will join us. By the way, we have rodeo tonight and tomorrow and this weekend. Got Northern Rodeo Association tonight at 7 at Big Timber and 6 o'clock tomorrow night. You've got the Sankey Drive-In Rodeo tomorrow night and Sunday afternoon. You also have Opime Northern Rodeo Saturday. I believe Saturday. Yes. So, um... We've got a lot of great stuff going on across the state, rodeo-wise. And, uh, you know, people got to make money, Gov. Got to let them live, Gov. Got to let them do their thing. Because that's the way we are. All right, uh, enough venting for the for this Friday. I want to talk to Jesse Davis. How's his recovery coming? And, again, if you disagree with this show, tweet me, text me, call, Facebook, Email anyway. You know how to get a hold of me. Jason Walker Sports at gmail.com. 
You know the Facebook, you're watching. You know Twitter, you're watching, listening. Okay? Get a hold of me. I, I welcome Jesse Davis. Next, Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. I'm done with this. Thinking about trying something new? The Montana Air National Guard has so many exciting career fields to choose from, many that can open up opportunities in your civilian life. The best part? You'll be getting paid to learn a new trade skill right here at home. What are you waiting for? Let's get you in school and get you paid. Contact Luke Fecto at 406-788-8962. Junior's anniversary month at Rutgers Furniture, and you won't believe the savings you'll find on the largest selection of home furnishings in Helena. At Rutgers, you'll find sofas, sleepers, recliners, reclining sofas, leather, bedroom, dining room, occasional tables, entertainment consoles, Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in town, and more. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. For great values on new looks for your home, shop the anniversary sale at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. The Jason Walker. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. We're just going to push every button on the board right now. Goodness gracious. 
Oh, it is a finally Friday Jason Walker show, Major Mortgage Man Cave. Uh, efforting Jesse Davis. <laughs> he likes to do this. Uh, forgets to answer his phone or forgets to take it with him. Um, I know he's doing a little better. We uh, we want to check in with him and see how he's really healing up from his uh, nasty, nasty, like life-threatening injury that he had back in uh, February. Uh, so anyway, till we talk to Jesse, this segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn. Helena, it is anniversary month, and I've told you about the table that the wife bought. Uh, she should have waited till this month with anniversary month. Anyway... Uh, she bought a table in May, went to Rutgers, and it was awesome. So we had this table that was a family heirloom from her aunt and uncle. So it, uh, it, it was like, had like 18 different leaves in it. And you know what? This camera's bothering me. Hold on. I gotta, we're gonna fix this camera angle real quick. Hold on a second. We walk around over here. We just figure out if we do. This, can I move that a little bit? We'll it's a little bit better. It's a little better. Leaf in the middle of it. So you don't have this leaf that you have to like hide when nobody's around and then bring it out when the guests come over. It, it's a legit leaf that comes out of the middle of the table. Like it's really cool. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. All right, so uh, until we hear from Jesse Davis, uh, we will uh, – oh, let's, let's talk COVID for a second. So Missoula, a restaurant had to close over there because an employee has tested positive for the corona. Um, a bar, restaurant, casino on Brook Street. Paradise Falls uh, made the announcement today on its Facebook page. So they have to close – you got to clean everything, contact trace, all that stuff. The employee did not go to work, called in sick. This is what's great about the article. I just read it in Missoulian today. Uh, the, did not go to work, opting to go get tested for COVID. The reason the employee sought a test, quote, was not immediately clear, end quote. Well, obviously, they didn't feel good and thought they might have the COVID symptoms, so they went and got checked for the COVID. Who, who writes this stuff nowadays? Anyway... So there's that. The COVID in Missoula. Uh, efforting Jesse Davis, working on getting him going on the show today. And uh, hopefully he, uh, <laughs> he uh, checks his voice message because we are definitely, definitely wanting to chat with Jesse. All right, so you've probably seen this on uh, Twitter. There was started a little bit ago few weeks ago with this uh, Montana, well, it's a national high school helmet logo tournament, making the rounds. And Glasgow had won the Montana version of it, and then Chinook got an at-large bid into this uh, national tournament. And then you just, on Twitter, you could vote on which helmet design you liked best, and then the winners move on. So they got down, Glasgow got eliminated in the Sweet 16, they're in the Final Eight, and where Chinook was still alive, but today they abruptly, organizers, canceled the tournament. Uh, vote tampering issues. Uh, the tournament's, quote, meant to be fun for people during a stressful time without sports, end quote. 
that is at HS Helmet Tournament, the Twitter page. More than 60,000 votes were cast in the Montana State Tournament. 47 states participated overall. Uh, there was uh, uh, like 2.5 million votes total for the state tournaments combined. Um, I mean, this was pretty cool. But Chinook stays in the uh, in the uh, top eight, which is great. So 152,000 votes had been cast in the national tournament uh, before the round of eight began on Wednesday. By yesterday, Thursday, organizers uh, organizers noticed discrepancies in a poll where the teams had a 50-50 split. Then at some point, the voting began skewing 85-15, which raised a red flag. And then the tournament announced, uh, see, I'm reading from uh, 406mtsports.com. The tournament announced it was eliminating that stretch of votes, which then brought some negative comments. But then there was some uh, suspicious stretches, apparently, in several of the head-to-head helmet polls. Apparently, buying votes on Twitter is easy and inexpensive. Huh. But the Democrats say that mail-in ballots are going to be okay. We can't even run a national high school helmet logo tournament for fun on Twitter. But we're going to have mail-in votes for presidential election? Please. Yeah, see how everything can get turned political? Because it's true. So Glasgow defeated Chinook in the state final for Montana, and uh, both made the national tournament, which was canceled today. Wow. Vote tampering. But that doesn't happen in real votes, right? No. That's just crazy talk. Vote tampering. All right, so there's that. Um, what else did I see? Do we want to talk about her now? I think we can. While we wait on Jesse Davis. He may not call. Who knows? He's still a great friend of the show. Um, Columbia Falls Angelica Street is the Montana Girls Track and Field Gatorade Athlete of the Year. Uh, she repeats... And because we didn't have a spring sports season, how do you – I mean, she had, you can't beat her. Uh, she's won state jav twice, owns the all-class record, 156 feet 11 inches, went 158.8 a year ago in a duel that at the time was uh, last year the number four mark in the nation. She's a great volunteer as a track coach for the youth, uh, just over a three-point grade point average, and we'll go to Texas A&M. That's awesome. So congratulations to Angelica Street from Columbia Falls, back-to-back winner of the Gatorade Track and Field Athlete of the Year for Montana, which is really cool. That's just awesome. And we've had a few out of Helena this year. Um, There's a Paige Barch. Uh, for volleyball, and there was somebody else that I can't think of right now. Um, but, yeah, it's it's great. 
and all the winners that come out of Montana are fantastic and just great people. So there you go. Uh, man, I just, I'm getting some uh, feedback on the Dixie Chicks changing their name. Oregon State. And Oregon no longer going to be the Civil War. We talked about that. Did you see this, though, today? Division Two NCAA Morehouse is canceling its entire football season and fall sports season, period. Uh, which is really not a lot. It's football and, I believe, cross country. But they canceled their fall sports season due to the COVID-19 virus. I put that up on Twitter. I shared it, and I got a great comment from Brenner. And Brenner, I'm going to read this. Uh, He says, quote, Many schools across the country will play it off as them being cautious or looking out for the health of their athlete, but in reality, it's just a reason to cut athletics. If you can't have fans in the stands offsetting your entire athletic department's budget, then bye-bye to sports, end quote. And Brenner, you're spot on. Brenner's not a dumb dude. Brenner's very smart. And uh, we've had some conversations in the past, and he's, I mean, this is true. You look at Southern Utah got rid of men's and women's tennis this week. Northern Colorado did the same thing. Montana, Montana State still have tennis, but how long? And if there's no fall sports season, and it's looking more and more likely that it's not going to happen, then what are, what are these schools going to do? How are these schools going to survive? You know, Eastern Washington, we've talked about this for over a year now on the Jason Walker Show, but Eastern Washington, big fight between academics and uh, academia and athletics. Academia wants athletics to disappear entirely because of budget shortfalls. Um, Athletics director, uh, Lynn Hickey, over there at Eastern, said that as of now... Eastern Washington's football trip to Florida, the uh, the first game of the season at Florida, is on. But if that game gets canceled, the athletic department, football team, and the athletic department would lose $750,000. That's the buy. That's the buy game for for Eastern Washington, $750,000. Florida had over 9,000 new cases reported today. That game's not taking place, folks. I know it's still three months away. But that's not happening. Uh, Brenda Green, who is the uh, sports director at Krem Television out in Spokane, her and I have been conversating, and um, she said it doesn't look good. That budget... Uh, Lynn Hickey, the athletics director, told Brenna Green the budget includes that $750,000. If that game doesn't happen, if that money doesn't happen, there's a good chance Eastern Washington Athletics, it'd be hard for academia to say, or to argue against academia and say, where's your money coming from? They already want sports entirely canceled at Eastern Washington. And Eastern Washington's hanging on by, the th- by a thread. They want to redo their stadium to get more seats, but they're hanging on right now by a thread. And if they don't get to play at Florida, man, it's going to be ugly. Athletics department budget. 
Oh, our governor's thinking he's funny. From uh, the Governor Bullock Twitter account a minute ago. Please don't wear a mask. It interferes with our facial recognition software. <laughs> Just kidding. Thought I'd try a little reverse psychology. Please wear a mask. Hashtag mask up Montana. What? Not funny. Not funny. Anyway. Uh, still working on Jesse Davis. But you might be stuck with me all day today. So how's that? <laughs> um, man. If football doesn't happen this fall, for a lot of these small schools, how do they survive? And I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring MSU Northern in as an example. Because their football team is not good. It hasn't been good for a long time. If at all. I know there was a there was a recent article in 406 uh, mtsports.com. Um, written about Kyle Sampson and his dad, Mark. Great, great family. This has nothing against Kyle and Mark. But the, in the article, it basically said how Kyle helped his dad turn Northern into a powerhouse in the Frontier Conference. <laughs> they were never a powerhouse in the Frontier Conference. They had one winning season. They beat Carroll like once before 2015. But... They were never a powerhouse. And the question has been asked, how can Northern sustain with a football team that's not good? And I know Andrew Rowland is a great coach. He's trying his best to turn it around up there. They've broken ground. They want, you know, they're, they got the new football stadium going on campus. The, the construction continues. But with if there's no sports this fall, if there's no football this fall, how does Northern sustain as a four-year school? It'd be tough. How does a lot of the how is a lot of these frontier schools? You're going to see if there's no fall sports, you're going to see a ton of frontier schools dropping athletics, certain sports. Of course, they'll never drop football or basketball. No, can't do that. But they would drop a lot of sports across country, a golf. You know, there's no tennis uh, in the frontier, but track and field would get dropped, I'm, as, I'm guessing. I mean, these are things to think about if there's no football season moving forward. Because that is the money maker. That brings in the money at these frontier schools and schools all across the country. But here in Montana, for these frontier schools, watch out. If you're a member of a sports program that's not related to football or basketball, watch out. It's going to happen. Because there's no way that a Western, a Carroll, a Tech, Providence, which doesn't even have that many teams. Well, actually, it has a bunch because um, they also have eSports, which don't even get me started on that. <laughs> um, 
Northern, Rocky. There's a lot of these schools that are going to have to drop sports, certain sports. I mean, I know golf's on the chopping block mentally for, you know, a couple of schools, unfairly so. But, you know, people want to cut golf. Well, golf really doesn't cost that much, really, in the in the end. You know, a softball team costs money because you have to pay for a lot of travel. All sports cost money. But what about soccer? What about softball? These are sports that would be on a chopping block if there's no football this fall. And the closer and closer we get to, you know, the middle of July... Now, we've heard from a couple of people that July 15th is one of those big cutoff dates to think about because will there be enough time to get ready for a season after July 15th? And the answer is really no. You know, you've got these schools starting in August now to try to stay ahead of COVID, which they're not going to. And, you know, because a big part of that is because you have all these students that are going to be coming back. And I know I said this before, but all these students that are going to be coming back and what are they going to, you know, they're going to bring the COVID. They're going to bring the COVID. We already see, you know, dramatic increases on football teams across the country. But I'm, I'm not a doctor. I don't even attempt to play one on the, on the Internet. But it's just something to think about. Because if July 15th comes and you allow your fall sports to start practicing and getting ready for a season by July, you know the end of July or in August, and then all these students come back, we're seeing football teams all across the country already with the COVID. It's going to happen with more people in one area. Try telling college students not to wear a mask. You can't even get and stay out of bars. You can't even get a professional women's soccer team to stay out of the bars in Florida Half of them get the COVID. The team has to withdraw from the Challenge Cup. So just think about this. And again, I need sports to talk about. It's it's a sports talk show. But right now it's a little bit of everything. Pop culture, little politics, whatever. It just, you have to, people, we have to pay attention. Wear a mask, don't, I don't, I don't really have a say. Okay? Look, we're, we live in a bubble here in Montana, I get that. You know, we're, we're not in harm's way, but yes, we are, because more and more people are getting it in the state. And real estate agents now have, are packed, busy, because people from out of state want to move to Montana. 
And Montanans are deciding not to move out because it, Montana is okay to live in because you don't have the COVID as much. Flathead County had 2,100 closed sales for real estate this May. Missoula County, 1,800 almost. People are trying to get out of these hot spots where COVID is. They're moving to Montana because it'll be safe. And you're probably bringing the COVID with you. You know, you look at the hot spots, Florida, Texas, of course, but out here, out here, out here on the West, Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona. That's where a lot of players on these Frontier Conference football rosters come from, and basketball, and cross country, and volleyball, and other sports. We're too reliant on sports as a society to keep us entertained. And I love sports. I've got a freaking sports talk show. I love sports. But I love living even more. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Tell you what's coming up Monday. We've got a great couple of shows lined up for next week. I have no idea what just happened there. Oh, nothing. Um, and then uh, we'll still work on uh, Jesse Davis. The segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. We'll be right back. Jason Walker Show. Junior's Anniversary Month at Rutgers Furniture, and you won't believe the savings you'll find on the largest selection of home furnishings in Helena. At Rutgers, you'll find sofas, sleepers, recliners, reclining sofas, leather, bedroom, dining room, occasional tables, entertainment consoles, Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in town, and more. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. For great values on new looks for your home, shop the anniversary sale at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. 
Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, on a finally Friday. That's a live look, thanks to EarthCam of uh, St. Thomas, the Virgin Islands. It's a little uh, cloudy. You got some big Saharan dust storm moving in over the Caribbean and into the Midwest of the United States this weekend. Anyway, uh, nice look there from EarthCam, St. Thomas, the Virgin Islands. This segment brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. Check him out, MarkLaRoePhotography.com. All right, we finally were able to get a hold of our good friend. And I told you, he always just leaves the house. He forgets his phone because um, he's getting up there in age a little bit. But his name is Jesse Davis, and he joins us now here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. How are you, my friend? Good, good. Yeah, you Can't so complain. you forgot your phone again, and yeah. I mean the wife has to just take care of you every day. It seems like Cassidy is the best. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you, you <laughs> can't can't beat her. Uh, she's always taken care of me ever since I've known her. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's perfect. Hey, uh, yeah. how you doing? Oh, in I mean it's been a few months now. How are you doing since your accident? Good, good. Uh, I still got a little bit of a belly on me uh, from the the scar tissue and stuff. But other than that, I, I've been getting around. Finally, up to getting up to uh, to where I can jog around a little bit and do way more stuff than I was a month ago. You know. Oh, that's good. Getting getting kind of into uh, working shape, I guess you'd say not not a uh, riding shape or anything like that, but. But, uh, yeah, it seems like everything's coming back to, to normal, you know. Well, that is great to hear. And, I, I mean, I follow the updates on uh, the Instagram and stuff with the family. But um, you had to get in shape in a hurry to, like you said, work in shape because uh, working on the, the, the ranch there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, when we got back, we started moving some cows around and getting them, you know, getting them out to greener pasture and stuff and I, all I could do was just kind of run the gate and stand in one spot and maybe maybe help out a little bit. But uh, Tim, and, Tim and Cassidy, they had to do most of the work. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. They do most of the work anyway because you're usually on the road no matter what. So <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So they're, they're, they're pretty used to it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. Jesse Davis joining us here. Jason Walker showing the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Um Seven-time national finals qualifier. Are you missing um, missing everything right now? 
Uh, every once in a while, when I look at the Instagram, I kind of get the get the itch. But uh, when I don't think about it, it's not that bad at all, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, no doubt about that. Uh, as Jesse Davis joins us here, um, thank you, Pro Rodeo. I was down there a couple weeks ago. They got Deb Greeno as one of the judges. And uh, you right. can, could you get into that? Could you become a judge? I mean, I'm sure you gave a hard time to those judges uh, throughout the course of your career, but um, <laughs> yeah. would that be something that interests you? No, not at all. <laughs> 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 the, uh, the the judges say you you have a bunch of friends until you start turning into a judge, and then you lose all your friends. So. And I don't, I don't need to lose any friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Jesse Davis, our guest here, Jason Walker show. Um, yeah, I had to ask you that. I thought about that a couple of weeks ago when I was down there in Joliet and uh, talking to Deb because, uh, you know, he's not a professional judge by any means, but, uh, uh, you know, what was the worst, uh, the worst you got upset with a judge or judges in your career? Oh, I've, Cussed him up and down because because they're not giving the re ride. You know the horse. Oh, yeah. The horse I had. It was down in Oklahoma. I still remember it, but uh, it was quite a few years ago. And the horse, you know, didn't perform, and they wasn't giving out any re rides. So I thought I'd chip in and say what I thought. But then after you get out of the arena, and you kind of cool down, and then you're kind of wondering like, what the heck was I thinking? I mean, mm-hmm. just go on with your business and forget about it because there's another rodeo you know the next day so it's one of them deals you know it, finally, it felt good to get it off your chest but then you felt yeah. like an uh, idiot after <laughs> afterwards you know <laughs> uh, and then of course you're going to see these guys down the road at another rodeo sometime later that year anyway so you got to be nice to them yeah for sure <laughs> and it's always the horse's fault it's never your fault anyway right I know that's right <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Davis joining us here, Jason Walker Show. All right, um, so what's it been now, five months since the accident? Yeah, right around, that? close to five months, yeah. And uh, have you, how many times have you, do you have to go back to Salt Lake every now and then? No, I just send a picture of the belly every, like, maybe once a month. I don't know, we hadn't talked to the doctor lately, but hmm. we send a picture of, of the open wound and... Wow. Uh, they say it's it's looking good. See, I got to go down uh, like the end of the fall and get a reconstructed surgery on my belly. They'll pull it back together and okay. hopefully put a six pack, permanent six pack, in there for me. <laughs> oh, that is great. Um, well, it, let me know how that goes because if it were, I'm gonna you know convince the wife that I need that too. So yeah, yeah, I'll I'll just have them try it out on me and then you know we can. I'll spread the word and I like you know that. try to get some discounts in there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be uh, yeah. Just uh, you get like the group. It's like Costco, you know, surgery, yeah. belly surgeries. That's the word. I like it. Well, well, you know, we've got Tommy John surgery. We'll name it the Jesse Davis surgery. Yeah, <laughs> Jesse Davis, our guest here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. With uh, with everything that's been going on, um, obviously you're still pretty high risk. So uh, you staying safe and uh, keeping that mask on, or no? Oh yeah, uh, went to went to a wedding last weekend, and we had to mask up a little bit. Uh, 
definitely, you know, got to watch over, you know, since I'm high risk, I got to really kind of step around to people. I hate doing it, but Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the way it is nowadays. You got to watch yourself and protect everybody else too at the same time. Uh, You're going to catch any uh, rodeos? I mean, we don't have many PRCA, but you're going to head to some uh, northern rodeo stuff just to watch, or, or is that too close still? We were thinking about going to Wolf Point because Cassidy's got some good friends out there. We were thinking about going out there for the weekend. That's a little hike. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for just yeah. to hang out. Yeah. But uh, that's the only one I can think of. We usually go to Helena, but that's nope. not, not a go. Nope. Um, and, uh, you got the Augusta party weekend this weekend. No rodeo, but uh, they got the street dance, I think, and everything else going on. Holy, I haven't heard much about it. What I I knew there was a kids rodeo Sunday, but yeah, I think that's a like, stock rodeo and a kids rodeo, and then they're gonna do uh, something else. But uh, yeah, it's not the same without the rodeo in Augusta. Right. I mean, how many that's times did still, you win that? Uh, I think tw- yeah, twice. Okay. And then I won two saddles for the all round. Nice. Uh, what's the rodeo you won the most at? Oh, I uh, won St. Paul a couple times. St. Paul, Oregon. Okay. And that thing would pay over 10000 every time. Wow. <laughs> won that one a couple times and got a couple bustles out of the deal. What's the one you wish you had won? Uh, Calgary Stampede, okay. for sure. In the national final. Well, obviously, I mean, the I, NFR. Let's <laughs> go on. Uh, how high did you get at Pendleton? Oh, I one second there a long time ago. Okay. That's the best I've done there. Um, favorite rodeo you ever went to? Uh, I would have to say, well, not, not counting finals, but right. uh, Pen- Pendleton's probably the, the best one. All right, so is Pendleton whiskey as good as they say it is? It's... I would I would pick it over everything else. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had it, and I, I know that they sponsor Flint uh, Rasmus, and so I got to try to get some from him. Um, I mean, yeah. I could go to literally any liquor store and get it, but I've never tried it. I've, I was always a Jack guy. Oh yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. You would. Uh, you would love this Pendleton. If you were, <laughs> a little, like, little yeah, different. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so. Couple of beers behind the shoot and just good talk with guys. How much do you really miss that? Take away all the riding, take away the retirement stuff, but just talking to the dudes behind the shoots. That that's part that's part of the whole deal of rodeo is behind the shoots getting ready and you know, and then you know, and just shooting the breeze with them and see what's going on and what they drew and Wish him good luck and uh, tell him you're going to have to be, be prepared to win second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have to know this. I know because we're, you guys were all such great friends, but how much smack talk did you actually do? Like you personally, do you are you a smack talker? No, not really. I just kind of <laughs> – I mean, I can take a lot of it because I probably deserved it. <laughs> but uh, I don't like do much smack talking um like when we're getting ready and stuff, but it's more just kind of over the phone or right. 
even better over text. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, hey, man, I appreciate it. Uh, I just uh, I, I thought of you the other day, like I said, when I was in Joliet and thought, you know what, I need to reach out and, and uh, just check in and see how you're doing because um, I didn't want you to think I forgot about you after, you, you know, we, we chatted when you're on, on your way home from Salt Lake that day, so. I was wondering. Oh, <laughs> hey, I'm going to have you on more because once we actually get going, you're going to be breaking down some rodeo stuff for me. I'm going to send you videos, I think. Um, okay. Yeah, you'll just become my um, my insider. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Because sure. it's not like you're doing anything else on the ranch. So you got the girls, you got the wife. I mean, you got everything going on, and, and they can handle it, and you just break down rodeo tape. Yeah, I'll just sit sit in the shade and talk talk about rodeo. <laughs> yeah, tell Cassidy I said that that was okay. We'll see how she reacts. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, take care. Have yourself a great weekend, my friend, and uh, we'll we'll talk down the road. But uh, keep working on uh, getting healthier, man. Man. All right. Thanks, Jason. I appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, Jesse. That is Jesse Davis joining us, the seven-time national finals rodeo qualifier on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. What a great dude. Um, just love. I'm so glad he, he uh, is around. That was a nasty, nasty wreck. And uh, glad he's doing all right. That is fantastic. And uh, appreciate him calling us back, too. Um, good stuff. All right. Uh, let's see. Where are we at? We talked about Angelica Street. We uh, talked about the COVID. We talked about everything. Let's do... On this date, it is brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. It is June the 26th, National Coconut Day today. It is also National Beautician's Day, Chocolate Pudding Day, and Take Your Dog to Work Day. I was going to bring my dog up. She's a mini Australian Shepherd that actually is full-sized. I was going to bring her up, but I just she sheds so bad, and I don't want the hair all over in the studio, so in the man cave. On this date in 1899, Wimbledon, R.F. Doherty won his third straight singles championship in 1899. Uh, 1938, Lonnie Fry of the Cincinnati Reds played a doubleheader. He had eight doubles in that doubleheader. That is uh, a lot. 1962, Boston Red Sox, Earl Wilson tosses a no-hitter. 1970, Frank Robinson back-to-back innings hits Grand Slam. Dude was a stud. On this date in 1977, Elvis Presley performed a concert in Indianapolis. He performed a lot of concerts. Why is this one important? Because it was the last performance of his career. Uh, Happy birthday, 1819. The inventor of baseball, Abner Doubleday, born in uh, New York. 1911. Maybe the greatest female athlete ever. Babe Diedrichsen Zaharias was born. Ten LPGA majors. She won Olympic gold in the 80-meter hurdles and the javelin in 1932. Babe Diedrichsen Zaharias, born on this date in 1911. Greg LeMond was born on this date in 1961. A three-time winner of the Tour de France. Terry Nunn, born also in 1961, lead singer of Berlin. Take my breath away. Top Gun, the new one coming out uh, this year. And uh, 1974, Derek Jeter was born. Derek Jeter, if he had played for the New York Mets, would not have been a Hall of Famer. 
If he had played for the Marlins, he would not have been a Hall of Famer. If he had played for literally any other team except the Yankees, he would not have been a Hall of Famer. Consistency, there's no question about that. He gave away a lot of gift baskets in the course of his career. Uh, there is On This Day in History brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. Now let's do, you've been waiting for it, this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Oh, we had a great week. Great week. Jesse Davis today. Fallon Frigie yesterday. Luke Denherder joined us this week. Nick McCarvel, Jennifer Boca, Jordan Hansen. We had a lot of fun this week. Next week, on Monday, we'll talk to Kelsey Hansen-Ferguson, uh, rodeo coach, assistant rodeo coach at Sheridan uh, Community College, where all the sports were just canceled except rodeo. And we'll talk to uh, Kelsey on Monday. Wednesday, Governor Steve Daines will join or Governor. Senator Steve Daines will join us uh, coming up, the esteemed senator from Montana. Uh, isn't that how they introduce senators? The honorable, esteemed? Uh, but he will join us next week as well. All right, uh, to talk about baseball, not politics. We, uh, we also learned today that COVID is still bad. Cancel culture is even worse. And we appreciate you joining us. By the way, McDonald's, here it is, you ready? Secret sandwich off their secret menu is named the McGangbang. It is a McChicken sandwich in the middle of a double cheeseburger. This is true. It is called the McGangbang. Go order it. Yeah, I'm here for the McGangbang. McChicken sandwich in the middle of a double cheeseburger. Actually, instead of doing that, Go to Cafe Zydeco, shrimp etouffee, catfish. That's what I'm getting for dinner this weekend. I'm going to convince the wife we need to go to Cafe Zydeco. I want catfish. We'll see you Monday at 4. JasonWalkerShow.com if you want to rewatch or re-listen or do whatever. Have a great weekend. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.